The tribe has spoken. Yes, hello and good evening. It is Wednesday, March 9th, 2022, and we just uh, finished watching the two-hour premiere of Survivor Season 42, titled Feels Like a Roller Coaster. And and I can tell by the look on my co-host's face, Jamil Robinson, that uh, he's just been through quite a ride with this episode and this premiere. I'm Dave Mater, coming at you here on Super Mater Brothers Podcast, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch, or you might be listening to the audio version. I see my brother Jeff Mater is in the queue. He says his devices are not connected, but he will be joining us presumably once he sorts that out. Um, Jamil said, "Don't even ask me how I'm doing tonight." And uh, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I, won't. I won't. But I, I have to know, uh, Jamil, that uh, you know, with 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 Jackson being the first overall pick in our in this draft that we had uh, the other night uh, in our cast preview. You know, you had the first pick. You had you had that golden ticket, and you chose Jackson Fox, uh, the 48 year old from Houston, Texas, who ends up being medically evacuated here on day three. Um, and uh, you know, on top and by the end of that day three, we also see Zach voted out of this game um, in the same day. So he's he's technically the second one out, but he's the first voted out. So um, so two people are gone from the game. We are now at 16, and uh, you know. I guess we're we're gearing up for the next ride, the next the next leg on the roller coaster, as uh, as episode two will be coming up, titled "Good and Guilty." But uh, over, like you know, I know you're you're salty maybe about uh, Jackson's departure here. You know, you, you know it was kind of, and we can get into that, of course. Um, but uh, just on this premiere in general, how are you feeling about this cast and this show this year, and like even some of the twists that we're seeing? <laughs> I'll try not to be so bitter about this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I think that um, a lot of opinions were spot on, um, which I think I did not give Jenny enough credit. Um, yes. Jenny, Jenny was a bit of a surprise. I think stood out more so than I thought she would. Um, <laughs> but a lot of other people, they were exactly who I thought they were. And that even makes me more mad more so like yeah why why does it make you mad because i didn't think like a lot of these people that were picked after like i didn't think they were gonna last at all or set up in a situation where they're going to have a good footing in the game and like my dude seems to be you know well liked isn't isn't booty in the challenges and seems to have a good head on his shoulders and like this last minute bs <laughs> yeah this was this was a, this was oh a new one this was a new one uh, underneath me yeah with the with the whole jackson departure jeff now he's joined us he is uh with us jeff at nine -ish. um jeff uh how are you feeling just overall season 42 coming in after this premiere two people voted or well one medically evacuated one voted out tonight but just do you feel good about the like the the start of the season or are you more apprehensive i kept all right so i, kept, I couldn't help but compare this season to last season because it was filmed like back to back it's basically the same season again it's the sequel 
Um, but the cast this season feels a lot different. Um, as last season, I kind of just hated the cast, but I actually thought they were good at the game, like at least somewhat. This cast is annoying. Like annoying. Like for the like, I think half of the cast, sorry, is annoying. The other half, I actually kind of like. Uh, there are some. I just. I don't know. There are some people. I maybe like. It's what Jamil said. A bunch of them are exactly what I thought they were going to be. Tori is the spoiled rich girl, like a hundred percent. Like the eye Perfect. rolls. Yeah, the eye rolls. The entitlement is strong with this one. Um, we have also uh, um, a Ma- um, Marianne. She is a giant character on the show, but man, she's like a 12, 12 year old. Like she is a kid at heart playing this game. I think her, her she's going to get her heart broken. Like when she cried there, when Jackson said he was leaving, I was like, oh my God. Like, did you guys catch Probe's response? Like, did you see his little eye? Like, <laughs> no. just, oh man, it was amazing. He was just like, oh, really, Marianne? Like, You've known him for three days. 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know. Anyway, I think he got Jackson, justice for Jackson. I think he got screwed over here. I don't agree with what they did. Uh, I think if, yeah, if he had a lithium thing and something could happen, fine. But then just monitor him. Like, I don't I don't understand what they were doing here. Uh, first of all, letting him play if they were unsure. And second, I don't know. I, I'm not a, a doctor. I don't know the, the side effects of what happens when you're weeding off lithium playing survivor but i don't think they did either i think it's it was all precautionary right and 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 it turned out that jackson did disclose this late in the game you know after you go through you go through a lot in casting they do blood tests they do medical things they do assessments they make sure you can swim they can make sure you do all these things so when you get out there you're capable and you know what to do and so yeah jackson kind of according to jeff and, and what jackson wasn't disputing it was that jackson came out and said hey i you know i had i'm i'm had a bit like this medication lithium which i don't know a lot about myself i don't know a lot about this drug or medication or whatever you want to classify it but uh the the, the medical advice i would imagine that they were get, the production was getting was like you know that when you're dehydrated, when you're hungry, that the side effects can be very bad. You don't know what could happen in the middle of the night, you know, when you're not around, production is not as close. So it was probably like the lawyers and the doctors saying, you can't, we can't go for it. There's just too much risk here. I think know? it, I see. Okay. And I think what they weren't mentioning here is lithium is basically used for like depression and bipolar. And like, that's basically what it's used for. So I, and, and like antipsychotics, I think they were concerned that, without the medication there was a chance jackson was going to have like a psychotic episode and they didn't even want to go there they didn't want that liability and that that was to me the real reason like jeff kind of said like oh you're really strong to even come out here and talk about this openly and everything that that was going on right away with him um but i i thought it was very uh i thought it sucked you know to be honest with you like i think it it it, i think Yes, there's a chance, but that's why you monitor him and like you just ha- you have cameramen there all the time. You have producers. You, I I just I I think I think it would come down to the other uh, castaways and whether or not like if one of them got hurt out there because of this, and then they'd say, right. "Well, you knew that Jackson was a potential risk, and you allowed right. that to go forward." And I think that the, that they're just being proactive and safe. That's what this is. Yes, Jamil. So, if uh, Dalton. I think it's Dalton. Dalton, Dalton Ross. Ross. No, the um, 
shoulder guy. Oh, uh, not no. You're talking about uh, Daniel. Daniel. Um, <laughs> Dalton. Yeah, he he he's he's a nobody to me, honestly. In Dunk? this game, I I I don't get. Uh, I don't have a high opinion of him. He's um, a. He had kind of an interesting story so today. He, he it, was. His, I know, but if something know. happens and he, let's say, accidentally hurts someone by holding something up and his arm gives out, right? Yeah, isn't that? Like he can accidentally hurt someone too, right? Yeah. Um, like wow. I, I don't know if you it's saw the tribe that Jackson was on. Yes. I don't think they were going to be in a lot of trouble in terms of food, like water or anything, anytime soon. And I just. <laughs> He was just so set up. <laughs> just, I, I, I kind of just have to. I'm, I'm at the anger, past the anger stage to right. just. It's just laughable at this point. I, I it, like take him out of the game and say sorry. You know what? We're just gonna have you. You know, play next year, right? Because you're such a good personality. We're just gonna have one person shy to have the person come onto the the island already. And going through all of that—that—that's yeah. just ridiculous. That is—that is straight ridiculous. Most likely, won't ever get to play again. Nope. Oh, I wouldn't imagine so. <laughs> Which is, I agree. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what to make of it. Like, it's—it's it's obviously disappointing, and uh, it's not what well, you want to see any player go out. I think it's really sad that. I get why it's on the show and everything, but this is survivors fuck up either way, you know, and it felt like they made it feel like to me, they made the audience to me feel like it was Jackson's screw up, you know, and I don't know if I, I just I think that sucks for him. Like, I just I just disagree with like everything that like, occurred here because it's uh, it's not fair. It's not fair for the audience. It's not fair for Jackson and survivors. The one that's ultimately responsible here. In my just imagine if this is a permission slip and the person brings a permission slip late and then they're like, okay, we got your permission slip. They bring them on the trip and they say, we got to send you home because you had your permission slip late. It's like, just say, sorry, you divulge this information too late. You can't go why why jerk the person around i i doubt the lawyers are saying anything different from um like more than three days ago to now because it wasn't just three days ago it was quarantine yeah right and then on the show right and he said they've been debating for two days but they were probably going further back than that but they ultimately they ultimately did put jackson into this game versus maybe an alternate that they had already right yeah they, they so, always have alternates. There's always, yeah, there's always a couple alternates. They have to have them, right? And so, but I guess once the game starts, you can't put an alternate in. You can't like replace Jackson two days into this with a, somebody else. I think they should have. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like there's a certain amount of time where it's permissible. Maybe it's before the first vote out. I don't know. But and it would have that would have been the case here, you know? Yeah. Like they've been they've been on the island for three days. I think I get if they put that person in and then they lose. And then that person goes home. But still, you were an alternate. You were going home anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think it would have been kind of... He would have won... Uh, this yeah, This person would have won onto the Orange Tribe and probably would have won that challenge anyway, like yeah, Jamil was saying. Yeah. Maybe you just sit him out anyway, and then the same thing occurs. Um, put Francesca. Put her on for a third time. She might make <laughs> right. it the first vote. Right. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, this, this time she'll eat a seashell. Yeah. So yeah, J- Jackson, I think is just kind of like this tragic story, and I'm sure not not what anybody wanted, and we can kind of figure out who to blame or not for it. But um, Dave, sorry to cut you off. Like literally, I better not win this season. I better not because the well, you, amount of you, you shit have the bottom picks. Start talking. If I start like if I win, the amount of shit I'm going to be talking is going to be ridiculous. If you so win, I, it's, not win. I, I will be impressed because your other picks here are Swati and uh, Mariah. And I, I, I think, think Swati's going to be <laughs> Swati's going to be good. I think I think she's smart. She did the right thing coming out coming out there. She's 19, 20 years old, and she says, you know, hey, I was in the military or whatever. Going to like she got. She's like, oh, you're young, but you know what? You're smart. You're gonna be. A, you're gonna be an accomplished person. I think for older people, they they kind of, they 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 I they see to her. They, they respect it. I think with like Tori, it's the complete opposite. It's like, oh god, oh you... my god, because it's like everything. Um, older people mistrust about younger people that they're like not in touch, that they're sort of naive, got their head in the clouds, are super dramatic. Um, and uh, you know, and overthink is, things as overthink well, like things, yeah, um, get easily offended, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you okay. want to throw something, and then Dave. can we talk about Mariah? Yeah, your other pick. Oh, okay, I thought we were gonna go. Okay, <laughs> you know will what? You be mad if you win, if she wins, will you be mad if she wins? If it doesn't matter, if I win, <laughs> I am, I am, like people are gonna start calling me Daryl with the amount of shit I'm gonna start talking. Okay, <laughs> oh, Daryl. Yes. Um, okay, but go. Okay, I I, I do want to get into the different tribes and everything else. Yeah, but let's I, start I think talking should... about the episode. I'm sorry. Thank you, Dave, for allowing me this time to vent. Right? No and, worries. And, no worries. Of course, Jamil, I understand. It was dramatic. It was it was stressful and quite memorable. I don't think we'll forget about this anytime. Remember that. Remember. Uh, I don't know if we'll remember Jackson's name forever, but I think we'll remember that Jackson. How Jackson went out. Um, when, I, know, when I saw Jeff show up on the island, I'm like, don't you dare. Don't you dare, Jeff. <laughs> it's like, I got to talk to one of you. Don't you say Jackson's name. Jackson, come over. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jackson's gone. Yeah. Um, and also, just before we get me through just like the nitty gritty of the episode and sort of the overall game, like uh, we also saw here Zach go out uh, in the first vote. Zach Wurdenberger, the 22-year-old. Uh, a younger person, maybe they didn't respect as much, uh, clearly, because they voted about on the Blue Tribe uh, from St. Louis. Uh, I, I liked Zach. I thought Zach was funny. I thought that there was some good moments here with Zach, and I, th- I wish that Zach could have gone farther in this game. Um, <sighs> Committed the cardinal sin of Survivor. Ratted somebody the out. Fr- you ratted somebody out, but also not only that, you created suspicion around somebody like on day one. And not that it wasn't sort of justified. It was just was you don't do that. You sit back, you lay back, you let other people make mistakes. You he don't stuck make his mistakes. neck out. He stuck his neck out to help yeah. um who 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 is it to help Tori because he was like Drea's throwing your name out about the idol. Yes. Right? right. And I was like, he why? Why you love you love Tori? You're trying to build trust with Tori. Yeah. I hope he learned his lesson. You don't do that. Don't care about Tori. Don't be a nice person. Um, life lesson. Life lesson. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, sometimes you got to keep your mouth shut and he didn't. Yeah, he also plays his shot in the dark here. A one in six chance uh, to get uh, um, immunity. I think it's one in six is too low. I think that it should be a one in three shot if you lose your vote. No. Especially when you're in a tribe of six people. I'm sorry. No. Too bad, too sad. Yeah. I'm with you. This is supposed to be an offhand chance. like Like, I think one in six might be even a little bit too low. Right? This All is right. your Hail Mary, right? Like if you if you can I, roll a dice well. 
you know. Well, you don't I, get to I, roll a dice. You just get like a random paper, right? Like, how does it work? But you, at the same time, the... I wouldn't want someone like you can you can roll two sixes in a row. Just imagine sure. how much like damage that can do for a vote of someone with poor gameplay to last two votes. No, play better, right? And you won't be in that position. You have idols. You have advantages. I'm sorry. Like was he was he right to do it? Even though it was only 16 percent chance uh, of it working tonight. Well, yeah, because he was going home unanimously either way. So it was the right thing for him to do here. But I thought at first, I thought Tori was going home. I I was surprised that it was so so unanimous. I mean, the show made me feel like Tori was going home. It seemed like he really hurt himself in that puzzle at the uh, at the end because he seemed like he gave up in the puzzle. He was just completely exhausted from the challenge and he had no energy left. So a better question: Do you think he should have went home? Like, do you think? Do I think it was the right move for the Blue Tribe collectively? The other five of them. I don't think so. I, 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 and you could see that in particular, Romeo didn't think this this was the right thing to do. Uh, Drea wanted to go after Roxroy, and I, I, I think that I agreed with some of the logic of why to keep Roxroy because he is the the strong guy on their tribe, and you know to compete with people like uh, like Jonathan on the Orange Tribe, you need him in their minds. I don't know, like you could make an argument for it, but Drea was trying hard, and Romeo ends up pushing her off of that tonight um and then um swatty did swat it seemed like swatty and roxroy were sort of like working or they at least were talking together quite a bit i think he respects her and that's why they have that bond but i don't necessarily think it's like as set in stone as some other the relationships that we've seen throughout the episode yeah, I think if I was playing, if I was a member of that blue tribe, I, I was picking between Tori and uh, and Zach. I think I would keep Zach of the two because I think Tori, like, oh, is she going to work with me? Is is or is, she, is keeping her around beneficial to my game? I can't see how. Is she going to help us win challenges? I wouldn't trust that girl as far as I could throw her. Yeah, uh, especially if it was like Drea, like the way she acted around Drea. Uh, and it's funny that in the the preview for the next episode those two are going to be at odds um she she showed me everything if i was drea i would have been like let's get this tori out like 100 like she like the second she snapped when it was like hey i'm actually thinking about um getting rid of roxroy and she went oh roxroy well he already built us a shelter you know yeah so he built a shelter he's expendable like the second she did that i would have been like okay i'm never i'm not aligning with you yes <laughs> Because she'll see how disposable people are, right there. She turned turned on a dime, you know, like literally. And I guess she was in trouble, but like it was, you showed it, and you don't show it. Let's just have a look here at the Ica Blue Tribe um, as as they appeared when they first met each other. At least, well, I guess they probably met each other in the press photos, but um, and things like that. But they're not allowed to talk, so this is when they know they're on a tribe together, and. uh, Yeah, like there's something in Tori's eyes, Jeff. That now. There's something about Tori. It's like there's something. The thing about Pam. The, the thing about Tori. There's uh, something that I don't trust. Yeah. You yeah, see, she, she got crazy eyes. A little she, bit. A little, yeah. a little overexcited. I mean, she okay. She also comes across like a lot of these people come across like they're five years younger than they actually are. She's 25 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, she comes across like she's 18 to me. Yeah. Like you know. So I find like yeah. She's a therapist. What does seem so much older to her in comparison? 
and that's just kind of like life experience uh, uh, life experience and and also maturity in general a, a maturity yeah. and a head on her shoulders yeah absolutely like yeah they they could not be di- more different um you know people in a lot of ways i would was say was this the tribe that was like they had like the three younger people who were talking harry potter and then yeah. the three yeah they was right like that's yeah what was and happening. then oh yeah and then tori was like oh i can uh bond with these nerds so you know i've read a couple books you know she was literally is like she belongs on euphoria like this is like the type of girl she is like it's, yeah it's unbelievable there, there was something to it like where it was like okay but you don't you're 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 not like saying, oh, this is something I can bond or this is an angle I can work. It was more like I'm going to manipulate them through my, it's my therapist powers, which I'm not telling them I have. I'm telling them I'm a personal care worker or something like that. Um, yeah, but I, I just don't think that the whole blue tribe is necessarily the going to do well. I'm not feeling super confident about them. No, uh, they, they're, they're five individuals, you know, like they, they, not, they are not a team. You know, in any way whatsoever. Now, here's a team. That. Here's a team that knows how to bond. It's the Orange Tribe, also known also known as Taku. Uh, okay, like Jeff, you have Jonathan in the draft. He's the from um, uh, Alabama. This guy. I, I also crap. have Lindsay, but yes, this you have uh, Lindsay both, on this tribe too. Yes, so I have both. Uh, I'm orange, team Orange all the way, just like you, Dave. I know. I'm, you have. I have Omar and uh, Marianne on this yeah. tribe. Yeah. So other. Yeah. So Jamil, you're kind of with us here. You're, well, you had you Jackson, know. but no longer. But doesn't this he have team, the other other lady? My gosh. Oh yeah, yeah. He actually, he had two members of this tribe too. Yeah, Mary, Mar- Mariah. I we guess. each we each had two members of this tribe. So, um, I think the winner is coming from this tribe. I have a good feeling about it. Yeah, like I feel like there's a lot of like a lot of good uh, mix of talent here. I think that you saw the good teamwork. I thought in particular, um, Lindsay and um, Jonathan, like in that challenge tonight, were just like rocking it. Like you could yeah. see that these two are going to yeah. be like the brawn of that tribe. Whereas I yeah. think that Marianne and particularly Omar are going to be like the uh, brains of this tribe. Yeah, I think like, yeah, I, I picked the two muscles of this tribe. I think they're going to do amazing once they get to the merge, both those people. Uh, I, I um, hope there isn't a swap. Yeah, me too. Me too. I hate swaps. I don't want to swap with this team. Like, yeah, this is good. This was a good unit. I, I, I was, uh, you know, I think uh, Marianne's a, a bit of a, a character for sure, but you know, she's very likable, very charismatic. You know, I, living with her twenty four seven on an island, I don't know, but uh, I think that you know, she's definitely. I like. I like how I liked her story tonight. I liked a lot of her confessionals, and just, she's a good TV character. But man, she has a lot of energy, and I, I just don't know if. I would want to be around her 24 hours a day. You know, you know, like, and maybe, maybe it's just the way she comes across on TV. Maybe I'm wrong about that. You get the, the the highlighted, the heightened highlights. Right. Right. And so maybe like a lot of times actually she is really chill and uh, you know, you can have a conversation with her without being like, well, okay, can we dial it down a notch? Cause she, <laughs> she, she rides on 11. Um, and, and so that can, you know, so that's what the show is presenting to me. And so, I don't. I don't know if that's. I want to. I want to see that tribe go to travel council at some point because I want to see who they view like devalue basically. I, I'm. Right. I see if they do go to tribal, I think Jonathan is gone. This wow. this dude like looks like a beast. Like 
seeing him just completely like manhandle, like I don't want to say manhandle Jonathan handle because <laughs> there's other men <laughs> on these yeah. tribes. He's like, there's no way anyone should let this person near merge. No, he if he he could he could win out. He could win every immunity to the end. I so, yeah. don't th- I don't think so, guys. I don't. No? I think I think you're. I think yes, he's super athletic, but Joe Anglum was like the greatest at the Survivor Carnival games, and even he couldn't go on a run like that. Like Mike Holloway did it, but he was already toward the end. Or I think. Ozzie? I think yeah, or Ozzy. Like the thing is, like a lot of those. It's like Lamar Odom and Big Brother. Like he won nothing. Like he's so big that uh, how well is he going to be able to hold his arm above his head? You know how well is he going to be able to balance on, uh, you know on on a tiny little piece of wood? You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I, just I do. Think balance. So what's absolutely point? right. You're right. Balance in terms of holding himself up. A thousand mm-hmm. pull-ups, dude. World record holder for pull-ups. Okay. Well, I did. Yes. Right. Is he the world that- record holder? Wasn't he for a thousand? Like, um, oh, I believe you. Guinness, yeah, yeah he's he had a Guinness World Record. Okay, even yeah. if even if he he lost it, like he's <laughs> like it's still up there a lot so you, more than a lot of these. But other you shouldn't people. vote him out first. You get him no, out, not like, vote him out first, but you have to find some. I would bring him to the merge. Are you kidding? I would bring him to the merge a hundred percent because I know I could use this guy as a shield. He's at the merge. He's an easy target. At some point, somebody's going to want to get rid of him. I think you get him out. Of, you get him out of, if there is a swap. That's the time to get him out. If you're on a different team, yes. Right. Then I understand what you're right. saying. Yes. Sure. But the the only the only worry I have is if someone is his number two and he keeps winning immunity. Yeah. They're gonna take you out. Yep. Right. Yep. That's true. Let's also just talk about the green tribe, uh, also known as Vati. <laughs> Mike Tyson's on this tribe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you're mean Mike Turner, um, the 15 year old from Hoboken. Uh, what is he, Puerto Rican? Is that what we learned tonight? Um, and he's, he sounds a lot like Iron Mike. Like, just, it, it, I don't know. I, I just found so. Like, he's like, we were, me and Amanda were chuckling. Uh, we were like, hey, he kind of does sound like Mike Tyson. Um, this tribe, Dave, yeah, like, okay, can we talk a little bit about what's the uh, the Jewish guy with cancer? What's his name? Uh, 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 <laughs> the Jewish guy. You Daniel? Daniel. Daniel. You yeah. can call him Dalton, too. Dalton. <laughs> we'll all learn his name eventually. Yeah, he, he, well, he, he had dislocated his shoulder. That was rough. <laughs> this tribe's a hot mess. I think Lydia is like basically the superhero of this gang of misfits. Yeah, you know, oh, not, Lydia, not Lydia, not Jenny. Sorry, Jenny. I meant Jenny. Okay. Jenny uh, is. Yeah, I would yeah, say. Jenny's like, like even in the picture, like she's, it's like her and like her entourage, you know. <laughs> um, what about yeah, High? High is like, I, I, yeah, he's going to do good. But I mean, I would want that guy out. I mean, if it were me, I would want to vote him out fast okay and we, we need to talk about the, the the challenge tonight where the three of the the, the 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 second person who ran in this relay race to go get oars right around this hill uh they they were given it like this advantage this amulet power which uh, you know high is one of them uh along with who was on the orange tribe it was uh it was Lindsay. Lindsay, right yeah yeah and on uh, ica it was who was it on ica um romeo I think it was Romeo, right? No, it was Marianne. No, who was it, guys? Who was it? 
Drea. It was Drea. 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 Yeah. 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 So, yes, so it was those, Drea. Three, those three get the power here. But okay, just on high while we're talking about uh, the Vadi tribe. So high, high, like they had the option to put like mud and blood on them for being having been gone for so long. <laughs> high put a lot of blood on himself. Like, bro, dude, seriously? It was like so you're gonna go and everyone's gonna go where you cut. And he's going to be like, uh, 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 like an idiot. Nowhere in particular. I just ooze blood from my skin. <laughs> Along with mud. Which happens to fall on me in hand uh, uh, prints uh, on my chest. and very neat Yeah, I they looked like, obviously, like they put something on them. It didn't look natural at all. You no, know, it didn't look so good. And like, I... I it was pretty suspicious how long they were all gone, right? Like, you know, they, they showed us a lot. Like, I, I like how much they ended up putting in this edit tonight. I have to wonder how long it was going on for, how much they were suspecting. There's got to be something happening. I don't think so because I think they're all brand new to Survivor. They don't know how long that stuff takes. They don't know how like, they got to get the shots just right. I don't know. Like, if I was if I was there first day, day one, uh, and they were, you know, all three of them took that long, I'd probably be like, oh, okay. Like, it must have been. Must, there must have been something wrong with the way they were shooting it or you know something happened or yeah you know what i mean time or not do you think they're, they're gonna be able to keep this a secret these amulet people no that's never kept a secret because someone else is gonna be made aware of it yeah because we also uh, we saw the return tonight of like the whole risk your vote save your vote twist where you have to go uh the hike on the on the summit where you I don't know. Like that's gotta be like a five kilometer walk or something. They said those three hundred or eight, like on a hot day. Uh, they're like, we thought we were just going over the hill, but we saw that that challenge was back and people were risking their votes and getting advantages there as well. Um, anyway, so where should we where I, should we go to next? I, let me just say once again, I don't like the flashbacks of like people's histories thing. I, I hate it. I hated it last season. I hated this season. Like, I, there needs I, to be a better way to kind of introduce these things. I kind of like it, but only like do it in the first two episodes, or like, or do it in the premiere, like they're doing it. Like, like get it all out of the way fast. You know, like I do understand why they're doing it, and I get like there is some cool things where you get to learn about these people, who they actually are, where they come from, are actually kind of interesting. But Survivor's always been kind of like this game where you throw a bunch of people on the beach, and it's just like their personalities show you who they are, not not their their story. You know, you know. So I do see where Jabil's coming from. Like sometimes it's like really like like shouldn't their personality and the way they play this game kind of speak for itself? Isn't that the kind of the whole point? Like you wake up one day, you're on a beach and you have to play this game to survive kind of like, you know, squid game or whatever, you know, where it's like, you know, you're in this room and boom, you got to do it. You know? Uh, I think that's kind of what's, so when you do all these backstories and stuff, like I like it and I dislike it. I, I, I feel both ways. I, I'm okay with it. Like I, I just like, but I don't know if every, if every, um, castaway out there gets it right i feel like it's it's selective on who gets like these little treatments uh and who doesn't based on what maybe fits into the narrative of that episode or if they have like a, a little space to fill or something like that and i don't know like i just did, I did jonathan get one today uh, not jonathan sorry um zach did zach get one no no <laughs> and he got and he got voted out so it's not like and jackson you know, did 
but they, Jackson did. So like they gave one to him. So but Jackson like, would have anyway, I think, because that's when Jackson told that that story. Now they could have saved it for another episode. They could have dropped it into the next episode or maybe in the one after that if they had to. Yeah. Uh, and they will do that sometimes. But I guess they're trying to do they're trying to humanize the contestants in more of a sense of like, you know, they're they're more what, just did uh, I did I need that for for um you know Rob Cicinino or Boston Rob. I didn't no. I didn't need all of that. I don't, I don't to... need it either. I like it, it's not I, I think it I could take it or leave it really. Um it's kind of like the family visits where it gives you a little bit more insight into these people because it reminds you that these are real people and not just like TV characters. Um but on the other hand they're it's very contrived and it's a very perfect rosy image of of a person whereas we're all more complicated than that anyway. If I had to pick, Dave, between the flashback like story montage and family visits, give me the story montage every day of the week and twice on Sunday. I don't need a whole episode ruined because somebody's mom showed up and, you know, they needed 20 minutes to hug them. Like, I just, yeah, no. And another five minutes to tell us how they're the greatest mom <laughs> there ever was. <laughs> the shaking hands. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Please, 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 please let me. I haven't seen you in 35 days. Oh my god. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Well, can, can, I, I, can, I, I, can I vote for neither? <laughs> no, well, you can, of course. You can not like both things. But uh Jeff, Jeff Probst uh, starts off this episode tonight saying, Guess what? We film these seasons back to back. That means that none of these uh contestants have seen season 41. They don't know we're in this new era, the no new rice, all of that stuff is new. But like I can't help but think it, it works the other way, Jeff, because you have no feedback on how your what you did in season forty one was well was or was not received by the audience because you just shot these back to back and therefore um, yeah, they were catching up. They were, you know, I get why I get why they had to do it. But but if 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 this whole like save your vote or risk your vote thing was kind of like if the audience hated it, it would just it would still be here because they shot these when they shot them, and so it's it is what it is, right? If it was if it was complete flop. Uh, so in a lot of ways, this is like the sequel to season 41, That's right? Exactly. Yep. You yeah. know, but the cast, the cast is very different. You know, I find the cast was less like, like less likable last season, but you know, this season's a little bit more annoying as well. Like there's, there's a few players where I'm like, Oh, you know, like I have to watch you for 30, you know, whatever, 20, you know, whatever amount of <laughs> who, who, who in particular is, is Tori Romeo. Yeah. Uh, there's a few of them, like uh, Marianne. Sometimes if she if she doesn't dial it back a bit, I'm she's gonna kind of get on my nerves. Right. Um, I thought know, she like, was getting voted out or something too when Jackson was leaving. I'm like, yeah. I wanted Jackson to go, girl, <laughs> take it easy. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, you guys got. If you ever get a chance, go back and watch Probe's reaction to it. It's he gives the little like, <laughs> you know, like a little eye. And it's, I don't know, it's really good. Um, I was, yeah, I was like, come on. All right. Yeah. Now, sure. there were those, you know, what JD last season was kind of like that, where it was just a lot of energy and a little bit like, like, I feel like sometimes these, like, these new players are getting on the show, they're like, I'm on TV. And it's just like, yeah, but you're also playing a strategic game <laughs> and you should probably, you know, dial back your energy a little bit. Like, like I get you on the room TV. a little bit. Right. Come on, man. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I I can't disagree with you there. Uh, it's like I it's also kind of interesting to think about like these two seasons 
the the all the castaways we had in 41 and they could have really shuffled these with these house guests right or not house guests castaways um like and created any combination of a cast you know because they kind of yes. ran ran it here right like they, they were all been gone through the same casting process and this is what we ended up with and i right. it's a different vibe i think uh it seems to be yeah not not as necessary like with the exception of maybe marianne like not as big personalities as we had in 41 uh yeah i would say for the most part like i don't like i think tori as much as she's annoying she's going to be a good tv character because she's going to be very hateable like I, nobody's going to cheer for her <laughs> um you know so don't you think am i wrong about this yeah just the you're absolutely of right right um it's just like I think, so. I think she'll be a good tv character but at the same time man like you know and some of the other people like roxroy seems like a cool story i kind of liked his story um Jonathan, i don't like this guy i don't like roxroy you don't like roxroy see i like roxroy but i'm not sure about mike uh mike tyson uh i'm not sure about him mike (laughs) iron mike um (laughs) like the office i I don't want to hate on people's smiles but like this is like i'm trying really hard to smile i don't think he he normally smiles i think frowning is his default (laughs) facial expression (laughs) i think you're right about that (laughs) b face you know what but he seems like a lovely guy that you know is a stay-at-home dad and and he's he's probably a really good father he, yeah, he seems like just like a like a good dude and a good like a big sweet. He? he was throwing shade at like uh, at Schwadi tonight, going, "What those things you call shoes? You better be cleaning those." So I was like, "What yeah. those shoes?" That's what, you that's tell, what he talks to his kids. You could tell his mother was probably like that toward him, and that's yeah. like he's like, that was good parenting, and like uh, you know, like like just like stern and like uh, you know, and, and sometimes it is like sometimes that's exactly what you need, and um, but so, like you know, he had to be told a couple times, you know, dial back on your. He's energy. like, am I too much? They're like, maybe just a notch, <laughs> like right. just one notch. Right, like, like, ah, right. you know, it's hard. I'm out here with these kids. We're in the middle of nowhere. We gotta build a shelter. You think we can sit around talking about Harry Potter all day? No, there's stuff to be done. You grab again, this, we do that. Again, a really good TV character. I think he's gonna be. He's gonna be old. He's gonna be like uh, Abe Simpson. Like that's what he's gonna be in this season. <laughs> old man yells at cloud. <laughs> old man yeah. yells at cloud. Um, yeah. Like I, Swati, I'm not as in on so far. Really? I think she's a little bit um, vanilla. She'll do well, I think she, she is a little vanilla, but she'll do well. No, oh. she's a little. She's a little got to a hubris, I think. Um, really? Uh, what do you mean by like? Like she's, she's like I do everything ever. I'm an Ivy League student. I, I get into the best school. I get the best degrees. I'm the smartest person you ever met. I'm like, okay, good for you. Like you know, like um, like yeah. That was her. Her bio and Zach's bio were very similar. It's like I work hard, and I'm, you know, I get it because I work hard. And if you don't work hard, you're not going to get things in life. And it's just like, whoa, dial it back. Like, how about you tell me a little bit about yourself, rather than like, you know, what you do. That's what I am. I work hard. Work hard. That's who I am. That's what I am. I eat, sleep, breathe, work hard. Work hard. Yeah. You know. So you don't so, work yeah. hard. You're, you don't get together. Like, that's not very interesting, though. You know, like I know people like that work hard, think it's interesting, but it's not. I want to know about like where you come from, like you know who who you are as a person, what what kind of struggles you what, what skills do you have too? Because like working hard was nothing had nothing because tonight this challenge that they're given, like again they're given the option of like going using the bucket like the sweat or SWAT. Mm-hmm. 
or whatever. Or did the it was triangle like, puzzle, yeah. The, the triangle puzzle, and they and the only for the losing tribes, who, uh, who which I guess was orange and uh, blue, right? They or they had to come up with the guess on like how many triangles were in there. And uh, we got to talk about Jenny because I thought Jenny was a bit of a surprise in this episode. I was kind of more impressed with her than I thought I was going to be uh, on the assessment. Uh, she was uh, who drafted Jenny? Amanda drafted Jenny, um, and she's from Brooklyn. I thought that she was. Um, I like, would have picked Jenny if she was still on the board. I would just say that. Yeah. Well, you could have. You could have had her over Jackson. Should have picked. Stop her. it. Stop it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You could have had anybody you wanted, Jabil. Anybody you wanted. There was a lot of people I didn't want. A lot of the people that. A lot of the people that you know. Other people picked. I didn't right. want them. You know. I could have done Jamil a solid, Dave, and you know maybe not had Jackson play or let him play. You know one or the other, not you know pull him. Uh, you know Jamil was wronged here, Dave. He had first overall pick and it's gone. Jamil was wrong. Not Jackson wasn't wronged. <laughs> no, no, no. Jamil was wronged. <laughs> oh, okay. But the whole thing where Jenny was explaining on the on the triangles tonight, you know, and she's like, "Well, I'm up to at least." 20 or whatever triangles and like her whole tribe looks her goes what we're at 11 we like, <laughs> we're like this is easy there's like five triangles no problem i thought the editing like i i i just thought it was funny when the this whole thing happened dave with the triangles like they immediately they immediately showed her and then hi and I was like, what are they trying to say to us here? You know like, mostly like, they were showing us Lydia and Hyde. <laughs> Lydia and Hyde just didn't get it. <laughs> they're like it's a math problem and mike turner like they were going to mike like iron mike's face he's like what <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like i'm the one this guy's got a busted wing i'm the one that's gonna have to you know grab that pot and walk back and forth you know like that's <laughs> i i think ultimately it's like jenny and chanel kind of solve it together right like they kind of worked at the end on the yeah, green tribe a, yeah see yeah uh, we should maybe touch on Chanel now that we saw a lot tonight. And, and on the Orange Tribe, uh, conversely, let's talk about my pick, guys. Mr. Veterinarian himself. Where is he? Uh, Omar. I was pleasantly surprised with Omar tonight. I thought he did pretty good. I was. I thought, like, well, he solved the triangle thing as well. Um, he was kind of the Jenny of, uh, of, of the Taku tribe. And I thought <laughs> that, uh, you know, even though his, his biggest pet peeve is systemic racism, uh, he's, uh, he was, right. I thought, very um, intelligent tonight uh, in how he presented Is there a correlation that. between the two? Well, I, I just don't think systemic racism is a pet peeve specifically. It's like right. a more of an issue, a social issue you would uh, champion and go for. A pet peeve is not quite the right correlation. It's like, what's your favorite hobby? Is It's not like um uh, becoming a lawyer like that's not a hobby it's more that's a vocation <laughs> well so it depends um, on how w good you are with other things i suppose um but what are you guys liking omar you getting good vibes mm. i i thought he will do fine yes i do think he's going to i think he will be a merge player and i think he'll do well i think he'll probably you know i i see a top seven for him all right, I can't. Well, I'm hoping for top one. Right, sole survivor. <laughs> I think he's going to do well. 
I don't I don't think he's going to be really threatening to anybody, but he's going to be. I, I thought he was savvy enough not to say the wrong thing. Like he just kind of understood where he was and what he was doing. And so, yeah, I thought I was impressed by him, too. I was like, oh, OK, Dave, maybe Dave did see something. In this and game. because they haven't seen season 41, they don't know that Erica, the Canadian won. They don't know that they have a chance to set a back to back Canadian winners here. There's this no way. This is going to be like the Blue Jays, 1992, 1993. Oh, Here we come. That. that means the Canadian will never win again. <laughs> <laughs> well, not for like 20 years or 30 years. There's um, no way that two, uh, that we're going to have back-to-back Canadian wins. What's going to yeah. happen? It's going to happen this year. They don't know. They don't know that Erica won. So I, they might think I, that they're making history. I think it could happen, Jamil. I do say I think I, it's I, possible. I can't believe that. I and can't. it's only Omar. I do not see Marianne winning this. Uh, <laughs> do we count Drea in the Canadian group? Because she says she's originally from Texas, but she's been living in Montreal for 12 years. I don't know. I guess you'd have to ask Drea, which does she consider herself like a Canadian transplant? You know, like some Americans move to Canada and then they consider themselves like a Canadian now, you know, because they lived in Canada for so long. You know, but I don't know. I I would imagine she's a Texas girl. Always a Texas girl. Uh, And she is, Drea's 35, and so 12 years ago, she would have been um, 23. So she's been there since she was, so she, you know, she was, she, she, until she was 23 in Texas, and then, you know, last 12 years in in Montreal. So I still, I would still call her American, I think, but, you know, Canadian, Canadian resident at any event. Um, So if she wins, hey, still wins. I don't have her in the draft, Jane does, but in any event you'll still take it i'll It'll still be take the, it second like, Jamil, you were wrong it's like if the expos won that would have been the same thing uh you know it, you know, it'd be like if the tampa bay rays won in montreal it'd be like if the, the or the washington <laughs> nationals won in montreal All right if the washington nationals won i would still count it as an expos an, win an they expos did win. win they did win but, uh, yeah. expos won a championship i totally missed that then yeah that's like saying when the Colorado Avalanche won uh, the cup. The you don't think people Nordique fans uh, counted it? Well, <laughs> I think they tried. I think uh, it was kind of like, yeah, thanks for all those years. I wonder okay. if the, hey, Denver. I wonder if Atlanta cheered when Calgary won the Stanley Cup in 1989. No, they thought they still had the team. They were surprised <laughs> to find out that it had moved <laughs> about nine years earlier. Yeah. So oh, the Flames uh, won. Oh, great, great. We're going to the like parade. when they when they did their, cha- their their contest uh, for the Thrashers. Like they're like, well, what do you what should we name the team? Atlanta. They did the the vote, right? And uh, everyone voted for Atlanta Flames. And they're like, no, this, the, that team moved to Calgary. Is the Calgary Flames now? You can't use that name. They're like, it did. <laughs> yeah, the number one vote. Number two was Thrashers, but it was like a distant second. Well, how about that they they changed their name and then we take Flames. So we yeah, we had it first, but you let the team so go. They could be, the be Pelicans. The yeah. Oh my god. Or the Charlotte Hornets, and then they were the Bobcats, and then they were back to the Hornets. Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. Are they? And who's the Pel? There's a Pelican now. Oh, the Pelicans were the Hornets. And then they so, became the, the Pelicans. Yeah, yeah, the Charlotte Hornets moved to New Orleans, right? And then as an as a expansion transplant, and then Charlotte got their team back, got a new team as an expansion team, and they yeah. named it the Bobcats because the Hornet, the uh, New Orleans Hornets, still had the team name. And then um, they made a deal, and New Orleans um, lo- uh, dropped the name Hornets. 
became the Pelicans, and uh, Charlotte took the Hornets name back. Right. I hope you are, you're all enjoying this sports talk we're having out there as we're talking <laughs> about the, the history of different franchises moving around, but for our analogy. I, I will say, Dave, that for the folks that that might feel a little bit of a ways about what we just talked about. Keep in mind, I have a strong belief that this is going to be a good season, right? I think it's going to be messy. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to overplay, right? And I'm here for it. I'm here yeah, for it. Me too. Me too. I, I I'm excited about the season too. I was I I I was left feeling after this tonight. I was like, this is good. I, I'm liking where this is starting off. I think that it, obviously Jackson was that was disappointing, but um, I think that that overall that there's a lot of things to be optimistic about with this group and how this it's going to play out. And you know, if, uh, we'll see how what things we like and what things we don't. Uh, I have an important issue we need to bring up that just was raised to my attention last evening while I was riding the go train. Um, Jane pointed out to me mm. that uh, they now like to uh, dress this cast in like civilian clothes, right, to make them feel like more like they, I guess they've been shipwrecked, right? Yeah, sure. Um, but they and they give them like standard like kind of like cotton underwear or those kinds of uh, materials. But you know that that can lead to some serious health issues out there when you're wet and you're uh, you're, you're you're kind of in these conditions. And they were saying like we they got to go back to giving them bathing suits again. Did because, you just learn about this? Well, I've heard a little bit about this, but apparently there was a really bad um, urinary tract infection, a UTI, that affected uh, one of the contestants in the most recent seasons. Went right right up into her kidneys. Uh, this especially affects women more than than yes. uh, than not, and uh, it's it's a it's a pretty serious issue. And I was just like, why can't they just give them bathing suit underwear? If they want them to have like this look of poverty has been championing this for a while. Okay. I'm with, I stand with you poverty. Wait, they don't let them wear a bathing suit. What are you talking about? They no, no, they're making them used to give them bathing suits and then they stopped doing that. Okay. You're right. Dave. Like, why can't they just wear, you know, like, or for instance, like Jackson right there or, or uh, what's his name? Daniel. Why do they got to wear a cotton short? Wear just wear a bathing suit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Or just or like something at least a material that's going to be like um, uh, basically dry fit. And then with Tori, like she can have like the bathing suit bottoms and then put the shorts on over top. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's a compromise here. Yeah, so that they could do right to like kind of give the look of like this. They're you know they're a bunch of civilians that have just been shipwrecked. You know, instead of they they showed up here for beach challenge. Uh, or whatever, which I guess is what kind of it did look for a few seasons, and I get oh, why they for, like, for like ten years. <laughs> it <laughs> like was no, like no one has any uh, like like illusions about. Oh no, they're really shipwrecked. It's like come on, <laughs> we're no, but we're I, I get two in like <laughs> we're forty two in. I get kind of this this especially like you might want like a jacket, just like a like like a suit jacket, just to have that for when it's that, cold. That or Adam like Savage that. look. That Adam Savage look, right. or the Cochrane look. <laughs> well, if you bring up um, the Orange Tribe picture, Dave, real quick, sure. Uh, you can see what Lindsay's wearing, but like, I do like, yeah, make them wear normal clothing or whatever. But yeah, you don't need to give them like a suit jacket. Like, give them a baby suit, whatever they're like is good for their health. But don't make them look like you know they just got off. Yeah, like what Lindsay's wearing here. Uh, like, yeah, I would want they gave Chanel. Or, 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 or Mariah, Mariah is her name. Um, 
you know, she's wearing like you know comfortable whatever. Clothes. Oh, that's Mar- no, sorry, that's Mariah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, her hat with the leopard skin. But yeah, like in the the sweater. <laughs> like I mean, they. I don't. Omar cracks me up. He looks like he's a waiter at a Caribbean restaurant every time I look at him. Um, <laughs> it's just that particular pose. Yeah. He's like, what can I get you? You know, uh, some guacamole, some, what do you need? Like, you know, I don't know. Um, Behind him, he has his pad and his pen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's got his pad. Um, so I yeah, I think the, the clothing, the, it's very tropical this season. Yeah. Welcome um, to Rainforest like Cafe. Like what can I get for you? Yeah, welcome to the Rainforest Okay, Cafe. yeah. So, yeah. So, he's like, yeah, he's the waiter. Marriott's the hostess. I think Jonathan's like the cook in the back. Yeah, he's the cook oh, in the back. Right. Uh, oh, with, with Jackson. I'd say with both. Jackson. I think Jackson works in the line, too. You know, yeah, probably yeah. Uh, flipping the, the Oh, Mar- uh, Mar- Mariah is the bartender. And I, I think... Um, Lindsay's like the manager. Yeah, Lindsay's the manager. She doesn't book. <laughs> yeah, she's the accountant. She's somewhat in theme. It's like, you see the headband. You know, welcome to the Rainforest Cafe. I hope you're enjoying <laughs> your meal. Omar will take care of you tonight. Yeah. Uh, how's your yeah, server, Omar? If you want a daiquiri, just look over there to Mariah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry that you had a disappointing meal. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll k- take that uh, care of you. Uh, yeah. We'll remove it from your bill. And as a compliment to the house, just talk to Omar over there. He'll provide yeah. you a 10% coupon for your next <laughs> visit. Thank then, you for coming. And then Omar goes back into the back and then Jonathan throws a cup at his face and, and he dodges it and then he leaves and he goes, okay, well, that's not happening. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I think we got to make it to a sitcom here. I think I think this is a great tribe. I, I just want to see their show from now yeah. on. But uh, Jackson's been written out of this show already. Already. It, it, it's a little modern family too. Like it's got a little bit of that vibe too. Like we got the Julie Bowen with Lindsay and uh, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm loving this tribe too. Like I think this yeah. tribe's going to be the gold of the, of the season. Taku tribe. Let's yeah. do it's, it. It's a shame. Jackson Fox was taken away from us. Yeah. They're down to five, but maybe that will be a bonding thing for the five of them. And they'll, they'll kind of persevere from here uh, because you know, they lost somebody. They didn't have to vote somebody out. So uh, that's gotta be a weird feeling. Um, here and like they didn't get i don't know they did they didn't quite get like the entire story it didn't seem like from jackson um like they got like kind of like a they probably got boring we we just cut out we didn't get to see it yeah Yeah. because no one wants to see it explained twice (laughs) no that's true that's true yeah anyway um we we any of the challenges did you find like was it did any of the challenges stand out to you tonight whether it be that uh, the one with the boat or the one uh was that it may have been the same one? I guess there was the reward challenge right at the beginning, and then there was the uh immunity challenge. Uh, they were both kind of very similar where you had to move things and get a boat and r- row it around something and get chests and fill that it last thing. challenge was uh, like that's Grueling. a good start. It's great, I liked it. Kick their ass, yes. But yeah, this is gonna be this isn't gonna be easy, millennials. <laughs> they kicked their ass to the point where Zach, who I think uh, had memorized a whole bunch of different survivor puzzles coming into this, being a super fan or whatever, uh, he his brain just couldn't work. He was so he's the guy's already so skinny, right? And then you think about like he's been out there for 48 hours or so without or, or almost three days, no rice. So it's whatever they can forage. Um, and, and on top of that, he just re- like did this incredibly physical challenge and in, like intense heat. Didn't didn't he say that he upped his weight to 180 or 118? I was, a... I think closer to 118 was what I would buy there. Yeah, um, which like 
just imagine the stress on your body to get up to that point and then just to be like to drag that along yeah probably 118 i would say 118 <laughs> is more much more likely than 180 who his is, head who, is the biggest part of his body probably i thought he was bigger than romeo though romeo's skinny guy too like jesus like yeah let's tell what okay and the thing i want to i think he this is what got me wondering tonight too because uh we kept hearing these rumors through season 41 that three people would quit season 41 and then in the end i don't think anybody quit 41, no one did right no one did now maybe they'll count jackson's as a sort of a it's not a quit but it's like a pull right a pull right yeah. so and maybe so, this is the season we're gonna lose three people. i think so yeah. <laughs> it looks yeah. like it and I think Romeo is at the top of the list. Why? Why do you say that Romeo? Because he's so skinny. He's gonna be like. I think. I think no. like this. This no rice game. I think uh, for him, who's who has no meat on his bones coming in, like it already starves you being yeah. out there. Even at the even when you have rice, it's it's grueling, right? See, and right. Then, I disagree. I th- I think it's not going to be him. I think he's going to be able to manage a lot better than someone like Jonathan who is so used to a heavy intake of carbs to keep mm. that weight up. Yeah. You yeah. S- you strike that person down with barely any food and let's say he can't catch fish as as good of a provider he tries to be, if he can't feed himself, he is screwed. I also thought it was interesting like they barely showed him on the premiere tonight and Ooh. he's Jonathan and I, I thought it was weird. I don't. Th- I think Jamil's probably right that he either quits or there's something with him because you know he seems like a big personality and they barely showed him on the show. The, well, maybe the, he's. Maybe the, he'll get the next episode. You may, you know. Yeah. But here's the thing: like these athletes or people who like train heavily, mm-hmm. they have a very consistent eating profile that they hit and we've seen it before with other people where like they have to intake a lot of food so he could catch a lot but he's probably going to take a large portion of what they're they're going to eat and if he can't there's going to be trouble we've seen it before this it, like even a couple seasons ago there was the the one dude he said he was like he was starving and he was like double dipping in in every meal and like it pissed off his tribe and he was like, "What can I do? I'm I'm such a big dude. I, I just intake a lot of calories, and I need it a lot more than you do." Right, but that's not how fairness works in a, a tribe where you do, divide things equal. Well, that's that's what's ridiculous about Survivor sometimes is that you know, in what survival situation would that occur? Well, you're saying if we're out there like on a beach together, we would kind of factor in who's bigger and who's smaller for how we. Oh, I would imagine Jonathan's going to get the food, you know, in a real life situation. He's doing all the fishing, maybe. Well, yes. And yeah, see, that's the only way he, and I think he knows it. And I think that's why he's on this show. I think Jamil is because he's a spear fisher. If he catches fish at like a good rate, he'll be fine. It's like if you ever watch a show alone, you know, sometimes there'll be people on there and, you know, they try to go as long as they can by just foraging or like eating rabbits. And like that can only last so long. It's the people that catch fish that last longest because when you catch fish, you get all of those fatty amino acids and you need that. You, If you don't get that, you're done uh, in a survival situation. Your brain will start to break down, right? Like it will yeah. start to malfunction a little bit. You're right. There's like the nine essential amino acids you have to get in your diet. And there's only so much you can get from 
even rice for that coconuts matter, or coconuts it's basically fish is like one of the things that's why they give them rewards because if they didn't give them rewards and food that way they would start to, their body would start to shut down and you know so survivor is a very pampered survival show it always has but now it's even more so because yes they're taking away their food but it's 26 days now you know that's huge like it, it, it compared to 39 days 39 days you know by the time you get to day 30 or 31 and you haven't had enough uh, uh the, the proper vitamins and minerals your body is in a bad place you know and you mentioned your mood and your your spirit right <clears throat> your mental condition especially if you're getting rained on for four days you know like torrential downpour you know, I just I guess you just focus on the million dollars at the end of the tunnel and try to yeah. push through, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, okay, so we gotta hop over guys and do our big brother podcast quickly just to get that in for uh, the week and just touch on what's happening over there very quickly. Um, uh, is there anybody we haven't talked about? I think we talked about most of these castaways. Uh maybe the rare exception here was we, we kind of talked about Lydia. Yeah, Lydia, I don't know. Not She's, not sure. Not sure. I think I would be friends with her in real life. Yeah, like I'm not sure about her yet as far as a survivor player. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I could see her being a quitter. I could see it as well. I don't know. She's she's cut out for this. Uh okay. And we talked about Lindsay. We talked about hi, Drea. Drea is I you know, kind of um I think she's a gamer. I think she's not quite getting the game yet i think she's gonna she's gonna stumble a little bit before she runs but i i was impressed in how she backed down in the conversation with hi tonight about you know she wanted to get out rocks roy and he's like no we can't get out rocks roy he's we're supposed to be working with him remember and she's like okay, okay right. like whatever back down. she knew she knew enough to not uh push that and i right. think okay okay like even though she screwed up I thought she handled the screw up properly. Because well, for a second, I was like, are, "Is Drea and uh, and Romeo the new uh, like Shan and um, and Rickard?" Uh, maybe, but, but yeah. I don't think so. I think that they're very different personalities. Um, yeah, you know, like, Drea's. I don't like anything like Chantel. Um, well, I don't think there's been many players that played like her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, well, let's sign off for tonight, guys, and head over to Big Brother Canada and start just talking, just check in about what's happening over there. If you didn't know, we are covering Big Brother Canada 10. Uh, we didn't do Monday night because there's not normally a Monday night episode, um, but there was this week. And so we're going to talk oh, about that HOH. Forward. Is that the, the new night? They're not doing Sundays at all anymore? They're doing, yeah, okay. they're doing Mondays. Anyway, so we're happy, we're heading over there to do a quick check in on what's happening with Big Brother Canada Ten. Uh, just very shortly, we'll be live streaming over there and uh, and following that season along. Uh, as well, we did Celebrity Big Brother Three not too long ago. Before that was uh, Survivor Forty One, which we've been referencing many times tonight. So lots of reality shows here on Super Made Brothers Podcasting. We've talked about. Um, we'd like to do our drafts. We'd like to analyze what's happening in those games. Also, we talk about shows that are not reality based, including uh, Marvel. We talked about like Hawkeye and different things like that. Um, we Jeff and I talked about Ozark not too long ago. Where we talked about the next uh, or the last seven episodes of Ozark in just over a month's time. Westworld when that comes back, um, and and uh, and different different properties. And you want to hear and eventually a Gilligan's Island podcast, I think. Um, but that's on the horizon. A three-hour tour. Plus, uh, we have a show called, our channel called Trivial Debates, a monthly show where we argue about movies, TV, sports. Jimmy, Jeff Mater just hosted the most recent uh, edition. 
Jamil Robinson uh, was competing. Jody Simpson and Max Duder were there as well. Uh, but, you know, come on, Jamil uh, was star, of course. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it was hey. a great episode. Um, and uh, we also have to mention that we have another channel called Live Login Podcast, a Star Trek theme channel where we talk about Star Trek all the time. Monday nights, we're doing a rewatch of Star Trek Enterprise, going through each episode in order. Check that out every Monday night. Talk about that with Jody Simpson. Adam Woodward and uh, and Kevin Millard. Tuesday nights, Jeff Mater leads the D Space Nine and Nine rewatch series as we're up to uh, season five, episode ten, I think. Uh, last night, you guys were talking about things past. We've been going through all those episodes uh, in order. Uh, we're getting into the nitty gritty of the Dominion War soon uh, over on D Space Nine and Nine ish. <clears throat> and tomorrow night, we're or tomorrow Thursday. Uh, March 10th, we're going to be talking about the next two uh, new episodes of Star Trek. One is Star Trek Picard, which is having its second episode of season two. Uh, that will be covered by Jody Simpson, Davin Skelhorn, and Adam Woodward tomorrow. Uh, conversely, uh, Discovery season four, episode 10 is coming out. Um, and I'll be covering that with Michael Chan and Ashley Millard. So live long and podcast, dividing and conquering on all the new Star Trek shows. And once uh, Discovery wraps up, and they only got two episodes left for the season, then I'll be hopping over to Picard to help the you know talk about that with those those guys over there, and then Star Trek: Strange New Worlds on the horizon uh, in not too uh, future. Uh, they they released a trailer today. I kind of dug it, and um, and I I just not sure about this new uniform. Not that I don't like the uniform. I'm just not sure about the V neck. Anyway, you know. You should check out our other friends podcast. Michael Chan's got the Hellbound podcast that he does with uh, with Alex Blackburn. It's a horror podcast. My son, Eamon Mater, under his alias Sanjurka, does Let's Talk About Fighting Games, uh, which he does with uh, Super Smash Bros. Seth and Paranoia. They talk about Street Fighter. They talk about Dragon Ball Z. They talk about all kinds of fighting games like Biken. Uh, they just re recorded a new episode, and they will be posted on the near future. And you should also check out uh, uh, Davin Skelhorn's podcast. He's got Locutors of Trek, his Star Trek theme channel, uh, and his X-Men, the animated series, X-Rated rewatch, called, uh, called X-Rated. Uh, Jamil Robinson was on that last night talking about um, Till Death Do Us Part, Part 2. I was on Part 1. Jamil was on Part 2. So anyway, those are all of the... Uh, I think those are all the plugs. And thank you for being with us to cover the uh, the first episode of Survivor 42 Feels Like a Roller Coaster. All right. So let's head on over and uh, we'll go out on, on the thing here. So what else? Are we gonna do? Uh, um, I don't know what to go out on, guys. But I, I always like this speech. So let's go out tonight. Have, have a good one, everybody. We'll see you next week. To me, it's about this. What happens when you put a group of people and force them to live together in a jungle, a real jungle, and rely on each other? It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, thank you.